0: All right, welcome back to The Daily Blend Show. This is Friday Top 5. Each week I highlight five stories that I thought were interesting, notable, or culturally significant. You might have noticed we took a couple weeks off. This was really just I needed some vacation, and then I made the mistake of trying to upgrade my hosting, and it just didn't go that well. But things are better, and we are back up and running, and we've got a great show for you. So this week we're going to talk about platforms that empower users to monetize their content, workforce enablement through WordPress and Microsoft, and how we could see a change in ownership with the MyFitnessPal app. For those new around here, you can get this episode and all other previous episodes on such great platforms as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Overcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. You can also go to our site DailyBlend.com. Don't forget, my last name is spelled D-A-I-L-E-Y and not the normal way. So with all that out of the way, let's jump into the show. All right, so our first story is about a streaming platform called Special. And the idea here is that Special would help independent creators and production companies earn subscription revenue and reach audience worldwide. So for me, why does this really matter? Well, you've got sort of two camps right now. You've got YouTube.com, which has really been focusing on pre-recorded content, whereas Twitch.com is much more of the live streaming. And they've sort of stayed in separate lanes, and on both platforms, you can make Direct revenue from like the banner ads, which is a low percentage of, of where you generate your revenue. And then you can do things like, um, you know, have a Coke can or wear a certain hat or a t shirt or something from a brand. But it really hasn't been a way for individuals to generate a significant amount of. Uh, revenue for the amount of effort they've put in. Um, Microsoft tried to come out with their version of this called Mixer, went really uh, sideways. They 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 tried to bring on a creator called Ninja, which was the largest streamer on Twitch, and they gave him thirty million dollars, and I think he was on the platform for a matter of weeks or months, and you know Microsoft throwing in the towel. And what I'm just saying is, there's a lot of companies throwing big dollars at this to try to capture audience. And then there's other organizations who are trying to empower the creators to actually generate some revenue here. So I'm, you know, hopefully optimistic that projects or platforms like Special can give content creators um, more eyeballs or the right eyeballs and also give them sort of money in their pockets, Um, I think it's going to be very challenging for smaller uh, organizations or companies like this to really um, grab a captive audience and and kind of take market share away. I think they can can sort of start up, but without sort of a four horsemen behind them, I think they're going to really struggle, but uh, only time will tell. Story number two comes in from a company called Automatic, which appears to have built a workforce enablement collaboration platform on WordPress. And for myself, I've used WordPress for over 15 years. I'm a big proponent of it from a content management perspective, but I'm very interested in how they've been able to build a collaboration and sort of workflow tool um, within the sort of WordPress ecosystem. Now, what I always love about WordPress is there's a free version and then there's the paid versions. And so P2 is going to be a free version and then we'll have paid versions over time. But similar to like a Slack or Microsoft, you're going to be able to collaborate with uh, stakeholders from around the globe and everything's going to be in sort of a central uh, hub Um If anyone's tried this or used it, please send me a tweet at readdaily. I'm kind of curious as to what you think about this um, and how it stacks up to Microsoft and uh, Teams. Um, Obviously, WordPress has a massive um, market share. I think they power something like a third of the Internet's uh, websites. So I'm sure they're going to start doing their own marketing engine to uh, communicate their offering and move folks from a free version up to a paid version. All right, moving on to story number three, which is Playbook. And there will be a very similar theme to story number one. Um, Playbook is started by a group of uh, founders who... Want to take a 20% cut of customer fees for creators who want to distribute their workout content. So, if I'm an influencer or if I'm a fitness person and I want to do a yoga video or workout videos, I go on to Playbook and individuals can subscribe to my channel. And uh, I get 80% and then Playbook gets the other 20%. I think if you look at kind of story number one to story number two, this is a very focused – platform on just the fitness industry. And I think it's pretty interesting, um, in terms of the fact that you've got a lot of folks out there that have moved, uh, to Instagram or YouTube and are uh, sharing sort of workouts or even zoom. I've seen where folks will say, you know, subscribe to my zoom channel and I'll send you uh, email notifications and you pay me through like PayPal or Vemio, um, to participate in my class. And I think that's a very interesting workaround in COVID, but this is a much more streamlined fashion. Now, what will be interesting is if a platform like Playbook can create stars or take stars from solutions like Nike's running app. Peloton, Soul Cycle, and bring them onto their platform and allow them to shine even brighter than they were at their um, previous establishments. So, once again, I'm kind of curious for this. I do think that companies like Peloton and SoulCycle are going to provide just such an easy platform and a streamlined process and do so much bundling that it will be challenging for individuals. But obviously, if you find someone that you like, you enjoy their fitness classes, their yoga classes, you want to stick with them. So you'll jump with them to that platform. So um, I'll keep my eye on this. And if anyone knows any of the creators on there that are really uh, doing something special, once again, send me some notice on uh, uh, Instagram or Twitter. The fourth story comes in from my fitness pal and the fact that Under Armour might be looking to divest this asset. What's interesting to me is that Under Armour clearly has made some missteps uh, and is looking to retract from different lines. It's it's entered in from uh, an apparel or footwear standpoint, they've also looked to retract from some of their sponsorships for larger schools, and this is clearly a way uh, for them to get cash by selling uh, the asset in MyFitnessPal. I think when you look at MyFitnessPal, the offering was very compelling when it came out probably eight years ago, but it hasn't really enhanced or or really done anything different uh, other than doing a paid tier for some additional data and insights i think i'm using noom right now and i get uh you know direct messaging to an individual and i find that much more compelling i think they've also they've also added some sort of storytelling and psychology support that helps you along your journey i don't see that out of my fitness pal i also don't think that under armour did a good job of integrating it with their ecosystem with uh scales uh, weight scales, food scales, uh, when they sort of promise that when they uh, they made an acquisition. So I'll be interested who looks to buy them because on one hand, I could see a company like Lululemon who just went out and spent a lot of money on Mirror looking for further brand extension and say, you know, MyFitnessPal could be a great acquisition target for us because then we can do the apparel, we can do the fitness, and we can do the nutrition. I also could think a company just like Lululemon could say, hey, we, uh, we're we a pretty robust technology company. We've done a great job with e-commerce. We can just build this platform from the ground up. I think the same could be said with Peloton, right? They could be uh, very uh, interested in this or they could say, hey, we're a tech company and we could probably build this from the ground up. It would probably cost us, you know. Twenty million dollars to build if if that and we've got a captive audience already and we just roll this out into our platform and we've got a a direct competitor so i think whoever does go out and and buy this needs to be both um, aggressive in their pricing and also ready to act quickly to enhance it with new features and uh, capitalize on those before uh, too many competitors enter into this space um, and try to gain market share so the fifth story is about Microsoft launching Lists, and they teased this in one of their more recent keynotes a couple weeks back. And I have to say, of all the solutions that Microsoft's been coming out with or bringing enhancements to, I'm most excited about Lists. I think I'm a huge power user of Smartsheets. Uh, I haven't used Monday.com, but I, I'm very uh, interested, and I had my eye on it uh, for a long time, and I think... What you saw with uh, Smartsheets was they really went after Microsoft Project, which is a legacy tool that's very hard to use, expensive, and not many people have it, and they were able to make something special. I also think in solutions like Jira or Trello, you've got some really great project management solutions, and where I think the list is going to be that interlock is – a project planning and task list that has tracking and traceability in a very visual manner. And I'm basing this all off the video that Microsoft's launched and and a couple of the other sort of PDFs that they've allowed you to download to get a little more market overview of, of their new product. But I think the fact that Teams is going to house this Um, just like their other solutions, this will really become a big workload. And I think the question that Microsoft's going to have to uh, answer for their users is, do I use Planner, do I use Tasks, or do I use Lists? And I know it's a kind of what works for you, but I think you're going to see bifurcation of teams and understanding of what's the best solution and confusion in the marketplace. And Microsoft needs to demonstrate to their uh, power users Here is the path forward, and here is how we're going to integrate all these solutions and make it streamlined so that you don't have that confusion across these really great tools. All right, so normally this would wrap up our Friday Top 5, but since I took a couple weeks off, I thought it would be really fun to add a sort of 5-plus story. So what I did is I embedded a story on DailyBlend.com of Sid Mashburn and Matt Heretic. And Matt, I think I'm killing the pronunciation of your last name. And it's two guys that I really like uh, on social media uh, that I don't actually know um, personally, but uh, I've been a big fan of Sid's uh, clothing store. Uh, I actually bought a suit from him for my wedding, and Matt, his magazine is fantastic, and his Instagram uh, stories are things of legend. So it's basically the two of them just talking uh, and making cocktails. It's pretty great. Uh, to hear uh, these two guys um, just kind of jamming on music and cocktails. It's just a total uh, way to uh, take a break from all the stresses of COVID and uh, you know sit back and, and, and listen to two guys who clearly know each other really well and are do something fun. All right, so that wraps up this week's episode of the Friday Top 5. As always, you can get this episode and all other previous episodes on platforms like Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and pretty much everywhere else. Also, find me, Reed Daily, at Twitter and Instagram and Daily Blend at Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to check us out on dailyblend.com. Hope everyone enjoys their weekend and talk to you guys next week.